welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday, it's February 17th, it's 2021, and we have 10 games to talk about. Basketball games, that is. We are presented by Monkey Night Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, head on over there, check them out. It's the fastest growing single player DFS site out there. Love what they're doing over there at Monkey Night Fight. They got NASCAR, they got all kinds of NBA stuff. Rotogrinders.com slash partners slash MKF. Get a 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Check them out. You guys love the podcast. We keep the podcast free. And Monkey Knife Fight being the sponsor. Give them some love. Join today for the second day in a row, my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, Mr. Snacks, how are you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. Uh, having a blast. Listen, yesterday's slate, uh, wow. I- I'm going to take a bloodbath. I think... Uh, Currently, I don't think I'm earning any money, and I'm multi-entered today. That is the roller coaster ride you're on sometimes, people. So uh, if, you're, if you're thinking about getting into this business and you want to be an MME player, then please, you have to accept days like this and you know go watch a movie and wake up the next day and start all over again, because that's what I'm going to be doing for sure. DFS swings are, are rough, um, whether it be like if you're a tournament player, you can lose like... 70% of the time, 75% of the time, and still come out profitable on the end of the year because, you know, the swings are just so crazy. So, yeah, yeah um, got to gotta hate slates like that. And, like, and you run into, like, doing it for, like, three or four days, and by that fourth day, you're like, oh, man, I really need to get be on the right stuff. And, like, it could happen for weeks at a time, and, like, you have to mentally prepare yourself for that kind of stuff if you're a tournament player. Yeah, I, I mean, I I, re- I actually, Stevie, I remember my worst week to date, and it was probably followed by, you know, one of my best weeks. But my worst week, Stevie, I ran so bad, and I know we got a lot of games, but I think I went through a series of maybe three or four days in a row, and this is when FanDuel did not have late swap. I had late scratches probably three or four days in a row. And it was literally nothing I could do about it. I mean, you know, and it was random too, just random, no news. And then boom, a guy was out. And I said, well, this sucks. And so that, that was not a happy week. But like I said, I think it was followed by uh, one, of, one of my better weeks. But uh, at any rate, man, uh, glad to be on with you as usual. Let's help these people make some money like I'm not going to do on this lastly. This lay is uh, brutal, to say the least. Uh, we have seven teams on back-to-backs. We have a ton of injury news. So we're going to do the best we can, give you guys a first look like we normally do. If you have any questions, feel free. Shoot us messages. Shoot us, um, you know, messages over there on Twitter. And, I'll, you know, I know Will tries to get back to as many people. I try to get back to as many people as possible. So a lot of stuff changing throughout the day. We get started with my Orlando Magic. The Knicks and the Magic. Robinson's out. Um, Aminu is questionable. Co-Anthony is out. Ennis is questionable. Fournier is questionable. Fultz is out. AG is out. Isaac is out. So Magic's still very shorthanded. Uh, let's start with the Knicks. What do we like here for New York? I mean, New York is starting to play a whole lot of guys, Stevie. Peyton, Rose, Quickly, Alec Burks, uh, RJ, <laughs> you, you name it, Obi Toppin, uh, Todd Gibson sometimes, you know, uh, Nerlens Noel is, is going to keep playing and he's playing pretty good minutes. I think Noel and Randall are the only people that you can play. I, I don't think I'd play anybody else from the Knicks. Uh, I, I, I just, I, I don't think I can play anyone else. Yeah. Noel, he's kind of like right on the verge, right? Like the minutes have been up 
the production is kind of what he's priced at. Um, he's a guy that gets a lot of blocks and, and, you know, makes a lot of difference on like the defensive side of it, the end of the board. So, um, you know, I, I don't hate Noel here and I definitely, Randall's always the guy that we like for the Knicks, but their, their front court, you know, is, is solid. Their back court. There's just so many pieces. There's Peyton now there's Rose, there's quickly like, Figuring out on a nightly basis who could potentially break 30 fantasy points out of those three guys is just good luck. And like even like Alec Burks, like the minutes are just so spread out. I think you're really just looking at Randall or Noel. And then as far as like the Orlando Magic go, you know, obviously we like Vooch, but the guy that like instantly stands out to me is Michael Carter Williams. Like they were like, he's going to be on a minutes restriction when he comes back. He played 27 minutes in his first game back, played 30 minutes against Phoenix the other night. The Magic look awful. Um, Michael Carter-Williams at 4,900. What what say you, Mr. Will? I mean, look, if he's going to get those kind of minutes, I think I think you have to consider him. And, I mean, look, man, you know, pour one out for your Magic. It's not their fault. I mean, Markel Fultz goes down. Fournier's been out. Gordon. A lot out. of injuries, man. Cole like, Anthony's you just accepted it, yeah. Yeah, it's nothing. I mean, geez, it, it, it's, been, it's been rough, man. So, not, nothing you can do. I mean, I, I think another guy, which now he's priced up. I don't really like it, but I, I don't I don't know if I want to play any magic outside of Vooch today, Stevie. And, and, and maybe Michael Carter Williams at 4,900. I, I don't think I actually want to play Terrence Ross at 63. Uh, you know, I guess if Ennis is out again, then Bacon's going to be in play. I, I wouldn't mind Bacon. You might, you might can get away with it, but I think maybe j- just the cheap pieces in Vooch. That's really it. Like you don't have to go too crazy here. In my opinion, like Vooch is 10 K like on a 10 game slate, you're going to need 60 at 10 K. Oh yeah. So he can have really good games and put up 50. Um, You know, he's not going to score like the other night against Sacramento. He's not going to score 40 actual points on a nightly basis. So um, I would even be careful with him because yeah, you, you can't trust your Atlanta Magic in general right now. So um, we move on. We got Atlanta at Boston. There's no totals in any game, so I'm not going to every game just say there's no totals. I'm telling you guys there's no totals. Um, Bogdanovich is out. Dunn is out. Hunter's out. Rondo's out. Um, Boston's on a back-to-back. We know Marcus Smart is out. Um, you know, Daniel Tice didn't play on um, Tuesday, and Robert Williams had a really solid game. Let's start with Atlanta, though. What are we looking here for the Hawks? Well, I, I wish I knew when Clint Capella was going to get 35 minutes and when he's going to play 25 minutes. Uh, the, I mean, Clint Capella is basically going to become a tournament player extraordinaire for the rest of the year if, if this is how they're going to treat him. I mean, he comes out the last game. And, yeah, I know they were playing uh, the Knicks, and, they, you know, they had Noel and, uh, and Randall. I mean, he played 36 minutes, but played 28 minutes against Indiana in, in pretty much a similar Similar spot, you know, did okay, uh, but I, I think Capella's in play as, as a as a tournament play. Uh, I actually think John Collins may be in play as well at sixty nine hundred. I don't I don't hate that price on him. You know, Gallinari's getting to the place now where, at least on DK, I think he's pretty priced pretty efficiently. Um, Cam Reddish still forty five hundred, still playing big minutes. Got the thirty last game. Uh, you know, I think he's in consideration for value. You got Trey Young at 9,600. Uh, Boston is on the back-to-back. Trey at 96. 
Uh, I don't hate it if the game is tight. I know he hasn't, you know, strung together, you know, 50 plus fantasy point performances like he did there for a stretch in, you know, late January, early February. But I mean, he's got the upside. I think at 9,600, he is for sure on the tournament list. Yeah, like like you said, it's a back-to-back for Boston, too. Um, so Trey Young obviously has a high ceiling. I like Capella. Like, just the price. Um, Boston's not a team that I'm, like, super scared of, um, you know, down in the paint anyway. So I think Clint Capella is the guy that you're definitely looking at here at 7,500. He can go for 40-plus. He can. He's a guy that can get you, like, 6, 7x. Um, so don't mind that. And then on the Boston side of things, like, it, it's the same guys. It's Tatum. It's Brown. It's Kimba. I would assume that Kimba doesn't play in this game, though, right? Like, it's a second end of the back-to-back. So, if Kimba's out, maybe we're looking at, like, Pritchard? Yeah, maybe so. I mean, he didn't didn't really give it to us the last game in terms of the production when Kimba was out, but uh, I'd be willing to go back to the well. I think for me, you know, if if Kimba is for sure out, which I think think we think he's going to be out, then, I mean, Tatum and Brown are going to be squarely in consideration. And then if Ty sits... I mean, you'll have Thompson and Robert Williams like readily available. Um, people have, have been playing semi Ojale, and I mean, I know he's. I mean, honestly, he's been okay, Stevie. I, I think if those guys are out, he he might be in consideration. I mean, he had two games one one over thirty, one over twenty, at thirty four hundred. Look, I I don't like semi Ojale, but you know, on this slate where maybe you need some value. And I know Denver's playing again today too, so we'll have to see what happens with Composo. If Composo plays, then obviously, you know, no semi. I in no wise like semi Ojale, but at 3,400, he's shown some upside this season. I don't hate it in a matchup with Atlanta. Yeah, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense, and I think a lot of people kind of go to Williams, um, especially after having, like, a really solid game on Tuesday. So, Hey, listen, I'm always down to be different um, and take shots elsewhere. And I, I think like, I think you have to rule out the last game for Pritchard. Okay. He had a bad game shot one for yeah. five. Didn't get a ton of shots up, but he played 29 minutes. So if he's going to get 29 minutes here um, with no Kimba against Atlanta, 4,200, I think he's got to be one of the top value plays that you're considering on this slate. So um, we move on. We got Houston at Philly. No total in this game. Um, on the Houston side, Exum's out. Um, Eric Gordon's doubtful. Oladipo's doubtful. Tucker is questionable. And Christian Wood is out. On the Philly side, Milton's out. Um, man, Houston shorthanded. John Wall under 8K with no Oladipo and no Eric Gordon. Sure, we're going to like some other pieces here too, but the usage for John Wall is going to be through the roof, um, even like DeMarcus Cousins too. Yeah, man. I mean, John Wall – uh, if I'm not mistaken, was around 37 fantasy points at halftime on not today's slate, but the previous day's slate. My only concern with this matchup today is that they're getting a matchup with Philly in Philly. I, I don't think Houston's good enough to keep up here. I Now, that doesn't mean I don't want to look at David Nawab at 4,300 because he's cheap. I, I think I just want the cheap pieces here on, on this one. Um, I don't think I want to venture too far with John Wall today. I mean, look, if the game stays close, Wall's going to smash. But I think, I think I'd think i be willing to to fade these guys. I'm definitely not playing Boogie Cousins uh, anymore until he's like 4K. I, they're just – they're playing him 20 minutes. I can't – you know what I mean? I just I – yeah. I can't invest any more funds into it. Really on a point per – you know, on a point per dollar standpoint or, or a 
fantasy point per minute standpoint, he's still playing fine. He's just only getting low twenties minutes. So, you know, I, I, I can't play boogie at six K with, with these minutes. I just can't do it. Now, do you bump him up if Tucker's not playing? Like, is no, there... that, that, it happened the last late and he played 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah. That makes a ton of sense. Like, I think like if you're looking at for looking for value from Houston, you're probably taking some stats on like Sterling Brown or David Nawaba. Um, with those yeah, guys, no, Nawaba took me took me you know took me home yesterday, man. I mean Nawaba put up 41. I had him like 56 percent in my build. I mean he just pretty much carried me from a value standpoint, and Harden and and, and the gang just carried it on on through. So I, I like Nawaba for sure. And like in a blowout, he probably doesn't come off the floor either. So like he's he's playing. Like they'll they'll use like maybe like Mason Jones or some some of those guys in a blowout. But Nawaba definitely probably gets thirty minutes in this game. Um, well, let, let me say this, Stevie. Here's something else that's important. Uh, I think uh, Deshaun Tate might play him. Him and Daniel House are probably going to play all the minutes they can handle. Like Ray Spalding got waived. Like, I mean, I know, I know we talked about it, but that's kind of huge news, Stevie. Like House and Tate are probably going to play. I mean, Tate played forty minutes against Washington. Forty. House played about the same thirty-six minutes. And if they're, they're if they're not playing Boogie, like these two guys are going to play big time minutes no matter what. I I think I think House and Tate are in play no matter what. Just just no matter what. Yeah, and like I, I skipped over those guys. I just like those guys are absolutely in play. They're fantastic plays um, in this spot. I, I shouldn't have skipped over them. But if Gosh. Tucker's out, like, like if Tucker's out, like it just it just like Eric Gordon's out. Full deep with that. Like I didn't need to like necessarily mention those guys. Like, <laughs> so well, I'm just I'm I'm just looking at it, man. Because because originally I didn't want to play anyone from Houston. But the more I think about this roster, like I'm going to have to play these guys. Like Nawaba played 41 minutes against Washington. And like you said, even in a blowout, like they're going to play. It's – yeah, sorry. I, I didn't mean to spend as much time on Houston, but I, I think the, these value guys are – they're going to be superb. Now the question is what do we do with Philly? Because if this game goes the distance as far as staying competitive – Oh, Embiid probably crushes here. Um, even like I'm not a guy that like typically plans plays Ben Simmons. This is another like if this game stays close, he could go crazy. I don't. I, I hate the price. Like I hate the price. Um, I probably won't play Ben Simmons here. Like he's probably like one of my favorite fades up in this price range. But you know, good matchup for Tobias. Good matchup for like Seth Curry if you want to like save some money and go down to like him. He's playing a ton of minutes right now. Could get extra shots if this game kind of gets out of hand a little bit. Like, what are you thinking here for Philly? Oh man, this this is a tough spot. I mean, I feel like Embiid is the play, and, and the reason why I say that we've seen Embiid get forty fantasy points and a half against a team like this, and then kind of cruise to sixty. You know, by the end of the game you know, maybe he picks up another 15, 20, and now he's kind of right there. The problem is he's 10, eight. So like, he's got to get 60. There's no, there's no room for error. I do think he's more likely to get it than Vooch. And so at 10, eight, 
Um, I, I, th- I think he's squarely in play. I'm with you. I don't really want to play Ben Simmons at 9,200 in this spot. Not that he couldn't get there, um, but I just, you know, I, I'd be willing to fade him. You know, I, I think you talked about Seth Curry at 46. Like, he he could be another value. I know he's not shooting uh, – he's not lighting it up right now, but look, he's a guy that can get you 30 fantasy points in the right environment. And then secondly, Stevie, you know, Utah's been playing fantastic basketball, but, you know, I, I think Philly may be the real deal here. Shout out to them for going into Utah, uh, playing with no Embiid and really hanging tough in that game, really gave them some problems. I think if Embiid plays, they, you know, Utah may go down um, in that particular game. But, uh, yeah, don't really want to play anyone from Philly outside of maybe Curry and Embiid. That's really all I got for Philly, too. Moving on, we got the Pacers at Minnesota um, taking on the Timberwolves. It is back-to-back for the Timberwolves. Uh, Levert and McDermott. Well, Levert's out. McDermott's questionable. Um, As far as, like, Minnesota goes, we know that – D'Angelo Russell's out. He's going to be out um, a few weeks here. So we know that. I'm guessing that Culver um, will be back. Or no, he, he's going to be out too. I just I read it backwards. Um, yeah. So what are your thoughts here when it comes to the Pacers facing one of the worst defensive teams in the league, but one of the worst defensive teams on a back-to-back too? Uh, what are the Pacers going to do with TJ McConnell? I mean, they've just been – Stevie, I mean, past three games, 32 minutes, 32 minutes, 42 minutes against Chicago. That was a tight game, went in overtime. But, I mean, man, if they're going to play T.J. McConnell 30, 30, low 30s minutes, Stevie, uh, we're going to have to play him at 5,600 in this spot. I mean, wouldn't you agree here? I mean, he's been fantastic. Uh, Just, you know, in in terms of, you know, how he's been playing the game. So I I think McConnell may be – uh, in fact, my favorite player, especially if Dougie McBucket sits. Uh, if Dougie McBuckets is out, you know, he's one of my favorites. Jeremy Lamb at 48. Uh, I, I know he's playing like mid-20s minutes, but he's a guy I would look to to play as well, especially if he's going to be kind of in a sixth-man type role. Like, I, I don't mind playing him. So bonus at 97. I mean, I feel like that's just okay on this slate. Like, yeah, he could get 50, but if he gets 50 at 9,700, like – I may not need that on this slate. So I don't, I don't dislike him. I just think for the price, it's not a big deal. And then Miles Turner, man, I mean, you know, I'll put it to you like this. Miles Turner had six blocks, Stevie, and put up 35 fantasy points. <laughs> like, I, I, I like Miles Turner. He was playing really well earlier, was really dialing up the scoring. But he's very inconsistent in the scoring right now. I, I – I think he's just tournaments. Like you, you can't play him in cash at all. Yeah, like my problem with like the pay when like so for what it's worth, like the the Timberwolves are keeping the game against the Lakers like super close on Tuesday night too. Um, hopefully, like you guys listen to my rant on Dennis Schroeder because he's so- super solid right now. Uh, but anyway, um, like <laughs> no, no, I'm just what I'm getting at is like. I I don't I, I think like Minnesota could potentially be competitive in this game, assuming that Cat plays on a back to back. Um, he should. I wouldn't see why he wouldn't. Um, but just overall, it, it's hard to like. I think like the best play is Sabonis, and like my problem with Sabonis on this slate is just like this price range is loaded, and I don't need him. So if I if I end up on Sabonis, I think he's fine. But outside of that, like, I just, 
I don't really like anything. I like the McConnell call more than I think anything else. Like he's he's yeah, playing he's my favorite minutes. for sure. And like he's a guy that can easily get you six or seven X. And like at fifty six hundred, getting six or seven X. If your studs do their job, like that's all you need out of these guys. So um, I like the McConnell call a lot, especially if McDermott's out. If McDermott's out, I think you'd load up here on um, TJ McConnell. On the Minnesota side of things, obviously we'll wait to see if any news comes out. If um, anybody's hurt, like I, I just checked right before we started and everybody's um, good. So what are we looking at here for Minnesota? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I thought cat may have, may have kind of had himself a day. I haven't really checked to see where he's at, where he's at, but I know in terms of fantasy performances, you know, Anthony Edwards is teeing off on the Lakers right now. I think he was at around 40 fantasy points at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Uh, which which really makes a lot of sense. You lose, you know, a defensive stud and AD, and all of a sudden, you know, things change for the Lakers. So they probably will still win this game, but they're going to be a, a much more vulnerable team now that we've seen on the Minnesota against Indiana. Uh, I think on the back-to-back, man, I, I think Indiana might mop the floor with this team as it gets down the stretch. I'm not saying they're up by 20 at halftime, but I think, you know, on a back-to-back, Indiana's going to be fresh. Uh, they seem to be getting in a groove. Like, they may need to leave T.J. McConnell in the lineup. They played fantastic, even though I know it was tight with the Bulls. I know they lost. They, they look really good. Uh, I I think I think Minnesota gets worked here. So I, I'm kind of going to be off these guys, especially with the prices increasing. BZ71, Edward 6K. Cat is still in play at 93, but I don't feel like I'll need him here. We move on to Denver at Washington. It is back-to-back for Denver. They're coming off oh, the loss boy. against uh, Boston. And then as far as Washington goes, Bryant and Ish Smith are out. Um, all right, so back-to-back for Denver. And we have so many question marks coming into this one. We don't know the status of Will Barton. We don't know the status of Paul Millsap. We don't know the status of Monte Morris. Um Gary Harris, we don't know if he's going to be back or not. And then is it PJ Dozer? Um, you know, so yeah, a lot of question marks for Denver. Will, first thoughts here on Denver. Um, they did not play well on Tuesday. Did not. They were playing Boston and Jokic still went to work. <laughs> uh, I think he had 41 or 42 or somewhere up in there. Look, man. Even on a back-to-back, Denver's probably going to be my favorite team. I will play Jokic at 11K. I will play Jamal Murray at 7,100. Didn't really play any Composo the first game against Boston. Uh, didn't know, kind of know how he was going to do. And lo and behold, he ended up being the good chalk, and Jermichael Green ended up being the bad chalk. And, you know, so – but Composo's probably going to be in play at 35. Um, and, uh, man, you know, uh, Michael Porter Jr., what in the world is going on? He's getting the minutes now, Stevie. So, yeah, 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 I mean, Mike Malone may not, you know, like him as much as we think. And I know that part is true, but he's not hitting any shots right now consistently. And uh, that, that's going to pose a problem for him. Maybe he just needs to get out of Denver. But uh, at 6,200, I, I will say this. Playing that many minutes, Stevie, against Washington, I think I keep him in consideration. I know he shot the ball terribly. But I think people will hop off the train kind of like we're hopping off Boogie. I'm hopping off Boogie because he's not getting the minutes, not because he's not performing. Michael Porter Jr., I think people hop off because he's not performing. 
He's still getting the minutes. This is a good spot against Washington. I think I'm willing to roll the dice, Stevie, one more time on Michael Porter Jr. and and and, and earn my money back with this 40 to 50 burger he'll probably drop on his team. Listen, we were talking about Capazzo and Hampton, and we were like, whoever starts, and it was Capazzo who drew the start. And you know, if you if you follow like that logic, you did really well. Um, so Compazzo, he's only thirty five hundred. If he starts again, it is a matchup against Washington. He's thirty five hundred. He played forty minutes on Tuesday. Go right back to the well. Right back to the well. We talked about Jamal Murray yesterday. Um, he ended up having a good game as well against Boston. This is a much better matchup, and his price went down a hundred bucks. So you mentioned Porter. He shot zero for eight. He had a terrible shooting night. If you played him, go right back to it. Jermichael Green got the minutes, one for seven from the field. So, like, a lot of places here. It's Washington. They're not they a good defense. They were playing Boston, Stevie, a much tougher team than this. Way different. Way different spot. Um, so, um, you know, overall, I definitely like um, this spot a lot more for Denver, and I, I think you just kind of go back to the well here um, in this spot. You know, as far as like Washington goes, if I'm going to be loading up on Denver, I definitely want to look at this team. It's just, it's really tough to trust any of these guys. I think the guy that I probably like the most is Hachimura, just because with Brian out, this guy's going to play really solid minutes. Um, you know, Alex Lynn is just getting like bottom 20s minutes. But yeah, you got Westbrook and Beal. Um, if this game. This game should stay close. Denver on a back-to-back and traveling. Like, I think this game stays close. Um, what's your thoughts here on Washington? Yeah, I mean, I think you look at Bill. I think you you look at Westbrook. Um, I'm not as high on Hachimura. Uh, but, hey, you know, I I, 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 t- I totally get it. And then the, it's like the other night, they just kind of randomly split up the minutes. Wagner had 24 minutes. Uh, you know, Lynn had 21 minutes. Uh Robin Lopez, I think he had a few minutes. Yeah, he had 20 minutes. Like, I, this center roulette they're playing, it's awful. Like, just give somebody the job and let them play 30. Um, so I, I really don't want to touch any of these centers. I, I'm, I'm just not, I'm just not high on Hachimura when, when both, when both Beal and Westbrook play. I just, and, and maybe that's a bias I need to get over. I'll dig some more into the numbers, but I'm, I'm just not, not, not as high. And I, I know I know everybody played the other night, but still, Hachibur is just – he's just kind of blah for me. Davis Bertans, uh, you know, finally kind of hit some three-pointers, hit, hit five of six, and lo and behold, he was over 30 fantasy points. Two of six, two of six, three of nine before that. I don't think we can count on this production uh, until we see some consistency. At 4,800, I don't hate it, but, you know, he's just kind of a, a mix-in. We move on Detroit at Chicago. Um, no total on this one either. Didn't see anything on the injury report for Detroit. Um, I know Blake Griffin's out though, right? Oh, he's not playing anymore until he gets moved. Traded, right? Team, yeah. yeah so like, team choice. Team choice. Not Blake's choice. Team choice. Um, and then on the Chicago side, Dotson, Marketing, Porter all out. And I still think the team or player like the whole trade thing is so dumb um i've went on rants about it for years but i'm not gonna we have a 10 game slate let's start with detroit man um obviously no blake griffin opens the door for josh jackson to get the minutes even though it's like 
it, it's been iffy. They priced him up, um, so it's really tough to trust him. Bay had a he's he's coming off of two good games. Gets a matchup with Chicago. They increased his price. The problem isn't the the minutes for these guys. The problem is just like all the prices are increased. Like even Plumley. Like I, I think that's the biggest problem with Detroit here in a matchup against Chicago. Yeah, it's just man, Plumley's been getting thirty minutes, thirty plus minutes, and he's been in the forties. Like my goodness, uh, you know, Plumley had a triple double the other night. You know, right, right, right on it. Ten points, ten assists. Uh, but this isn't. This isn't far-fetched, Steve. If you look at his game log, he's typically hitting, you know, most categories every night. I I think Detroit is a sneaky tournament team against a Chicago Bulls team that's not very good. Even with these inf- inflated prices, I think there's enough value out there to, to, to be able to, you know, get some of these guys in. I think DeLon Wright is going to be a favorite mid-range of mine. Like, you know, DeLon Wright's been playing in terms of fantasy, fantastic basketball. He doesn't have to score 30 points to get you there. You know, hitting all the boxes at 6K, he's a guy I really like in this spot uh, against Chicago. I'm I'm trying to see if they're going to give Dennis Smith Jr. a few more minutes. Hasn't really crept up yet, uh, but I I think it's coming in. Jeremy Grant playing big minutes, but we're not getting the production. And it looks like Blake's going to be sitting Oh man, I feel I feel like I'm chasing with Jeremy Grant because I know the upside is there, but we just haven't seen it recently. Chicago side of things, you know, obviously marketing Porter, these guys, um, you know, still being out. Like I've said it time and time again, if you're an MME player, you have to be playing Zach Levine at some percentage because the usage is just insane for him. He's taken over 20 shots in seven straight games and he's playing a gazillion minutes a night. Like if I'm looking at tournaments, he's obviously my favorite choice. I I think we could talk about Kobe white. We could talk about Thaddeus young. If we really wanted to, there's other options, but like ceiling wise, it's, it's Levine. What do we think of anything for Wendell Carter jr. Here, Do, do we see an increase in minutes, maybe 25, 26, like, 5,500, that's like borderline, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, let's say, what's kind of your threshold, Stevie? Like he was playing, let's say maybe around high 20s, low 30s anyway. Like that's kind of where he was. So essentially, just go back even to January. He's really not that far off from like his normal minutes. I think he could get to 25 to 27 minutes easily here. At 5,500, that could pay off in a spot against Detroit. It's not my favorite play, but, you know, in terms of his price, I think it's fair. But I'm with you, man. Zach Levine's got to be your guy at 9,400. Um, you know, I know uh, uh, Mr. Temple's been playing. He's probably going to pick up a few more minutes. He's been playing high 30s. I don't hate it for him either at 4,400, a guy that can stroke the rock. I don't hate that as well. But I'm with you, man. Zach Levine's got to be your guy in the spot. Has to be. Um, that's really all I got from Chicago. I, I think we have to see like a, a, a minutes release, um, for window Carter jr. On a 10 game slate. So yeah. Uh, Portland at new Orleans back to back for both these teams. Um, no total, a lot of injury news that I'm sure we'll be waiting on. Um, 
we got news on Tuesday that uh, McCollum is going to be reevaluated in two weeks. So we know he's out. Um, let's start with Portland. Will, what are we looking at here for the Portland? Oh, man. Dame is 10-3. I don't really like this price on Dame today. and I, I know he's getting all the usage. In fact, Stevie, I don't think I really like Portland. I mean, Derek Jones Jr. is 4K. I mean, I, I don't hate that for him getting big minutes. Uh, <laughs> but funny funny thing about Derek Jones Jr., I was looking at DraftKings a few minutes ago. Um, like, we got started, this game was, like, towards the end of the third quarter. Derek Jones uh, Jr. had 23 fantasy points. He scored, like, one fantasy point since then. Um, like, that, that, <laughs> like it, it, he was 3,700 or something like that. So, like, he's not killing me. It, it's just – it's funny – because it's like, <laughs> it's exactly what we said yesterday. The dude can sit in a corner and disappear for a whole quarter and not do anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and he was on pace too, Stevie. I think the first quarter he had 12 was He was going to crush it, man. <laughs> <laughs> and just... Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just oh, thought it was funny. It's all good. It's all good. But that's where I'm at. I mean, Cantor at 7K... Man, you, you know, you, you figure when Cantor was going to start starting, maybe he gets 30-plus minutes a game and kind of goes out there and destroys people, but just not the case. And he's going to have those 40, 50-point games. I don't see it coming against Steven Adams, so I, I'm i going to be – I don't really want to play anywhere from Portland in this spot. I'm kind of with you. Um, unless we get some news, that's really the only thing that I'd be looking for. I think – Gary Trent could have a good game here, but shooter on a back-to-back. Um, he's been a lot better on the road this season. I just – I can't get behind him, man. Um, yeah. What are you What are you looking at here as far as, like, the New Orleans side? Well, don't look now, Stevie, but Zion Williams has dropped 50 fantasy points tonight in county. Uh, and I, I, I've been talking about this, and this is just something I was trying to, trying to get behind. Zion's been dialing up the shot attempts, dialing up the efficiency – getting a little bit more involved. And so I, I think I'm not, he's not going to be going for 50 every night, but in the right spots now, I think we have to take our chances. Guess what? This is the right spot, man. And, uh, you know, Zion's 8,200, pretty much where he's going to be all year. Uh, I, I'm willing to go right back to the well with Zion against a team that's playing zero defense. Um, I think um, Eric Bledsoe at 5,300, I really don't hate that price for him in a spot like this. I think that's a that's a very fair price. Uh, you know, Lonzo at 65, that's right on the edge. Like, I'd be willing to take some shots on Port- on New Orleans today against Portland. Portland's just not playing any D, man, and I, I'm always willing to take a chance. I'm even willing to take a chance with Steven Adams. If he gets 30 minutes, I think he could get you there. This is a sneaky good spot for a couple of these pieces from this team. Um, Yeah. Like, man, I, I hate this game, but I, I think, like, you shouldn't hate this game. I, I <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying. Um, I don't want to like this game, but I can completely see, um, you know, yeah. 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 Anyway, um, OKC at Memphis. It's a back-to-back for both of these teams. Um Oof. Yeah, like, obviously, we're going to be waiting to see, like, if SGA is going to be back or not. Um, I know that there was a report that came out um, 
that Triple J wasn't going to be back until after the All-Star break, so we don't have to worry about him playing. Um, let's start with OKC. What are we looking at here on the Thunder? Well, Maladon is back, so that just screwed everything up in terms of, you know, this tight rotation that they had. Um, so I – man, I, I, don't, I don't know if I want to play anyone in this game, Stevie. Uh, Horford at 7K. Look, I, I don't hate it. Horford's been producing. Of course, he doesn't produce the one day I give you all the stats and all the news. Of course, he doesn't produce. I don't mind going back to the well here at 7K. Um, but overall, I, I don't I don't really like too many guys from OKC now that these guys are kind of coming back. Um, it just muddies up the water. Yeah. Um and it's a tough matchup too. Like we we talked about Memphis, they're they're playing good. Um, so it's a tough matchup. Like the thing that's somewhat interesting here for Memphis, though, too, um, that I noticed yesterday was like their defense has been a lot worse here um, over the last you know ten days or so. Their offense has been playing really good. Their offensive rating is really high over the last um, five games, but their defense um, has been slipping. So maybe if we get news that any of these OKC guys sit, like is, is like Horford going to play on the second end of a back-to-back? I think Diallo um, would be the one guy that I'd like the most. Um, but the like problem with him is with, Oh, why can't it with Mal Maldon back? Like Diallo's not playing point guard anymore. So like, I don't know. It, it's like, yeah, I want to take some shots here because Memphis has been struggling defensively. It's just I don't know where I want to take the shots from. Steve, I, I think you mentioned something very important. Horford's probably going to sit this game. Isaiah um, Roby I, I, all day, right? Yeah, I, I don't think Horford's played a back-to-back yet this year. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know if he played a back-to-back last year. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's played a back-to-back, so he may actually sit um, this game. And if so, I mean – then that's going to change everything. Cause you, you know, you, like you said, it will be on Isaiah Roby for sure. Yeah. And like he got scratched and I think Baisley would be someone that'd be in play too. If Horford were to sit uh, yeah. a little bit more usage and stuff. So just got to wait for the news on this one. I think Horford sits. Um, okay. sees like in rebuild mode. They're not going to go out there and get Horford hurt. They might be able to move him closer to the trade deadline or something. Who knows? Um, what are we looking at here for Memphis? Well, you know, we talked about John Moran and John had a good game, got over 40, but they got blown out. So he, he still doesn't get, get to the ceiling. And guess what that's going to do for us, Stevie? It's just going to keep that price down. Uh, I, I think, you know, I don't know about you, but we talked about it. I, this might be our pod committed play for the year. Uh, John Moran, 7,400. I, I think he's still in play here. Uh, this is probably going to be a really good spot for JV if he can pick up the minutes. Um, he should be able to have his way uh, inside with these guys. Uh, you know, Dylan Brooks is just okay. Kyle Landis has been playing fantastic, man, but he's 6,400. I can't pay that price. That's about it. Uh, I, I don't really want to spread my wings too 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 wide with, uh, with Memphis players. But uh, JV and John Morant, they, uh, they're going to be in play for sure. Listen, you said don't get off Morant yesterday. He almost went 7X. Um, 
like he was there like so i'm also i'm somewhat worried about like memphis on the back-to-back too like they've been dealing with like a lot of injuries and stuff like is everybody gonna play for them on the second end of a back-to-back knowing that they're playing the thunder and they could potentially rest some people so like I hate saying this, but like this game is really going to depend on news. Is Horford out? Is anybody from Memphis out? Adjust, use court IQ, use RG premium. Like there's a lot of stuff you're going to be looking at here throughout the day. Yeah. Miami at Golden State, no total in this game. Um, Bradley out, Drogic out, Leonard out. On the Golden State side of things, uh, Chris, Looney, and Wiseman are out. Uh, let's start with Miami. What are we looking at here from Miami, Will? Well, Tyler Hero finally had himself a game, and uh, lo and behold, they've, they've priced him up to 6K. And he's another one of those guys, Stevie, where you're just looking at it's like, look, if he ever gets to like over 50% shooting, he's going to explode. I mean, you look at this, shot 31% the game before, 26 fantasy points, 40%, 20, uh, 30 fantasy points, did shoot 53%, but only but only scored 16, 16 points, only took 13 shots. Took 20 shots in that Clippers game, and lo and behold, he's, he's right up to 40. So at 6K against Golden State, uh, I don't hate it. Kendrick Nunn is still playing, you know, pretty good minutes. Only played 21 uh, against against the Clippers, but I'm not going to read into that too much. He's been in the 30s. Uh, he's a guy we may be able to look at. But listen, folks, the guy that's running this team right now is Jimmy Butler, playing big minutes, putting up big fantasy scores, Stevie, and they do not want to price him over 9K at all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if this was anybody else, Stevie – They'd be 9K to 9,500 already. They keep incremental. Listen, listen to these prices, uh, uh, Stevie. Jimmy Butler, 7,300, f- 50 fantasy points. The next game, 8,400, 50 fantasy points. 8,400, 44 fantasy points. 8,300, 44 fantasy points. 8,400, 44 and a half. 8,300, 56, 8,400, 58. Had one sprinkle against Utah, 37 fantasy points. 8,265 fans with Stevie. He's been over 40 in pretty much every game, over 50, a good handful of them, all probably almost half, and he's 8,800. He's going into Golden State, and the team that's going to be up and down, not going to play great defense. Jimmy Butler is one of the best players on the slate, and he's going to continue to have low ownership, and I just I don't understand it. Got to keep playing him. Like, you just got to keep playing him. Um, and, and, like <laughs> – He's 8,800. It's not like he's 10-8. Like, this guy, he's put up over 55 fantasy points in three of the last four games, and he's still not over 9K, and now he gets a matchup with Golden State. Um, Miami plays very slow, and, like, even with guys out, they're still playing slow. They're 25th in pace over the last five games. Golden State is second. They play extremely fast. This is a huge uptick in pace with this game being in Golden State. Jimmy Butler's probably one of the top plays, like Will said, um, on the entire slate. Could you take shots on Hero? Sure. Can you take shots on anybody else? Kendrick Nunn, his minutes are everywhere. And, like, you you saw the direct correlation. If Tyler Hero is playing good, Kendrick Nunn's not going to get the minutes. And I, I think, like, Obviously, if you're MMEing, you probably don't play those two guys together. Kelly Olynyk, his minutes are up and down. Golden State's not a team that plays like super big, so I don't think this is a spot for Olynyk. The guy that is like somewhat interesting here for tournaments is Duncan Robinson, just because if he can get hot from beyond the arc, he puts them up. Well, he shoots threes. 
Like oh, yeah. he he in in a faster paced game, guys get open every once in a while, and, and I just think that um, I, I think Robinson's super interesting. Uh, what do you like here for Golden State? Well, I mean, you know, Curry's ten five, man, and look, he, he's been playing great as well. Uh, but look at the difference here, Stevie. 50, 37, 67, 41, 54, had a 73, 41, 73, 48, 38. And Steph's 10, 5. I, I, still, I don't know what's going on with Jimmy Butler. I know we're going to go to the state, but I'm telling you, he, sh- he really should be 10K by now based on based on these performances. But I think Steph, Steph is in play at 10, 5. Um, if, he, if he starts torching these guards, they may run Jim, Jimmy at him a little bit. Um, you know, if it looks like uh, – uh, let's see here. Well, it looks yeah, James Wiseman still still dealing with some things. I, I I've been playing a lot of Draymond man because Draymond's getting the minutes and he's able to do a lot more now when he's kind of just the big man. I mean, look, he's never going to score a whole bunch of points, but you know, you look at the assists, look at the rebounds, like it's all there. I'm willing to play Draymond at 6800. I think he's still got 50 point ceiling as long as he's kind of the point forward center uh, hybrid player that he's going to be for this team. So he's probably going to be. Uh, one of my favorite plays from Golden State. Don't hate Ubre, don't hate Wiggins, but uh, you know, hopefully, I don't think I'll need them to take down a tournament in this spot. The only thing that I'll say about Draymond in this spot, and, and like I'm not hating on the play whatsoever. I think that like he's been playing great. The only thing that somewhat worries me is like he's probably going to see a lot of Bam, but Draymond doesn't need to score a lot of actual points to yeah. get there. And like he's a double, he could be a guy that gets a double double without scoring any actual points. So, you know, it's insane. I don't oh, think God. the assists, I don't think the assists go down whatsoever in this spot. I think like he's one of those guys, like in, in, in the props world of things, like if you see his like assists are like eight and a half or something in this game, you take the over because I don't think the assists go down in this one. So, uh, we finished it out with Utah at LA taking on the Clippers. Um, Conley is upgraded to questionable. We'll wait and see if he plays. Nicholas Batum is out. Paul George is out. And then Kawhi Leonard is questionable. This game, if Kawhi plays, could stay competitive. If Kawhi sits, this game is going to be a blowout. Uh, and nothing's going to talk me off of that except for that it's basketball and anything can happen. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, that, that's the bottom line. I think you look at Utah, it's like you said, Kawhi plays, it's probably competitive. If he sits, forget about it. Uh, I guess we this is one, we just got to wait for the news, man. I think that's the bottom line. Uh, Paul George is, is already out, so we're, we're not worried about that. Um, yeah, I, I think that's it, man. I, I think that's where we are in this game. Rudy Gobert, 7,300, I do think that's a fantastic price for him in this spot, no matter what. Whether, whether Kawhi plays or not, seventy three hundred for Rudy. I'm I'm willing to roll the dice there. Yeah, um, I don't hate it. Like, does Clarkson play extra minutes if this game gets ugly? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's so. already playing like thirty something minutes anyway. So, I don't know, man. I I, I really don't want to play anybody here from Utah. I really don't. And then like. Even on like the Clippers side of things, if Kawhi sits, like you're gonna get two full. You'll get like you'll get what a full first quarter, 
the second part of the second quarter and then the start of the third quarter, even in a blowout for Lou Williams at 6,900. I, I think like Lou Williams is like an iffy, like boom bust tournament play. If the game stays close, if you're playing Mitchell Robinson or not Mitchell Robinson, um, Donovan Mitchell, and you're playing Gobert, running it back with Lou and hoping this game stays close. If Kawhi is out, like, you know, Lou is one of the guys that's is going to have to go and you know bonkers in this game if this game stays close if Kawhi doesn't play. Yeah, and I think you know you're kind of looking at you know what Lou did here in the past game. You know, Lou scored 50 fantasy points the game before against Cleveland. He scored 30 real points. I mean, uh, yeah, 30 real points. Lou scored 18 real points against Miami and scored 37 and a half, which was still overvalued at 6,400, shot eight for 20. So, you know, if he shot 50%, that takes him from 37. Even if he hits two more layups, that takes him from 37 to 41, Stevie. Now we're, we're starting to change things. Uh, you know, if Kawhi sits, I, I'd be willing to roll the dice on Lou Williams for sure, uh, just because we know if he gets – I mean, he took 20 shots. Like, if he gets hot – and look, you, first of all, I expect Utah to win this game if Kawhi sits, period. But if he doesn't, I mean, if if, if he sits. But if, even if he does, I think Lou Williams is, is still in play. I know it's an elevated price tag, but when they're relying on him for majority of the scoring, I don't hate it. They're at home. Utah's on the road now. They're going to have a little road trip here. I, and and Batum is already out. Like, man, just – it, look, it, looks, it looks to me as if Marcus Morris and Lou Williams are going to be squarely in play here. It's incredible. <laughs> you gotta love it. Um, gotta love it. Like, oh, how many times in the past has Morris burned us? Uh, but like, <laughs> with mean, Batum and George are already out. Like, he's gonna have to play minutes here. Like, well, and he's know. gonna put up shots. Like, so here's here's where I'm looking at Stevie with him. He played 26 minutes against Miami, took 15 shots. Now, look, he shot 73%. He's not shooting 73% against Utah. But my point is, he's got to get up shots. Somebody else has to shoot besides Lou Williams. And now Batum is out the whole game. I I mean, he's going to be one of their main options. I, 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 I like him here at, at 5,700. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just going to say this because I, I would feel really bad if I didn't, but if you want like a low on tournament play, take a shot on Luke Kennard. He's going to play 30 minutes. He's going to put up some shots. If he gets hot, he could put up 30 fantasy points at 4,500. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm going to say on it. Let's well, play I, the I morning. Hope, for, for, for my, for my take, I hope Luke Kennard does something because I've got one card of him on star stock that I don't want to sell for 25 cents. So if he could have one good game and I could get a dollar or two out of it, I'd take my losses there. Luke Kennard, please come through for him. I need to sell this basketball card. Thank you. Grinding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, morning grind game, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, Start us off, Will. Favorite play under 5K uh, to go 7X. Gosh, man, I – I just knew I had my guy, and then I, I forgot he was not uh, under 5K. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to take what I feel like is the not safe route, but a guy that I like for the spot. I'm going to take Jeremy Lamb at 4,800 today. Going against Minnesota, you know, maybe he can pick up a few extra minutes. I, I think he's a really good play. 
I'm only taking him because I don't know about the Denver news. Obviously, we had the Denver news. We'd probably be on Composo. But Jeremy Lamb is someone that I like in this spot against Minnesota. I am going to go out on a limb and say that Kimba doesn't play. I'm going to go Pritchard. Yes, I like it. At 4,200. Moving on, we got over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? This is a tough one because uh, they are kind of a lot of guys. I think I'm going to take Dame at 10-3. That, that feels right to me today. All right. Um, I mean, I could see this guy, like, going off, but I'm going to go Ben Simmons. I, I just look oh, at the yeah, guys like in this it. price range, and it's just like, when am I ever playing Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler in this spot? Like, it's just not happening. Like, yeah. I don't even care if Jimmy is 20% more. Like, it's just not happening. Uh, favorite 6X play, Will, who do you got? Yeah, man, looks like I'm kind of living in the low range today. I, I don't think this is going to be a secret. Guy we talked about, guy I like a lot in this spot, uh, even if the news doesn't break our way. TJ McConnell, 5,600, you know, going against Minnesota. Uh, you know, Dougie McBuckets wasn't out some of these other games. He still played 32 minutes. I, I, I think TJ McConnell's a fantastic play against Minnesota. All right. Um, uh, listen, I'm just the guy that I just got done saying, like, I can't play Simmons over. Give me, give me Jimmy Buckets. Yeah, I love that all, call. All, I mean, listen, I love buckets. Jimmy today. Don't, don't worry. I, I will have some Jimmy. You know what? I meant to check and see what his price was on FanDuel to see where we were here. And look, he is 9,400 on FanDuel. That's a lot better. Like, come on, guys. Let's get it together here. Um, Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Oh, man. I actually, I don't think this guy's going to be high on. He's a guy I really like, man. I really like him in this spot. I'm going DeLon right at 6K. I, I like him today. Get behind that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've been like looking at this one, and I, I write down some names as we're going um, every day. But like, this is one that I just don't like today, because um, like, there's nobody that like I like. I'm gonna say Michael Carter Williams. I don't know if he's gonna be chalk or not. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Um, game selection, FanDuel or DraftKings, uh, anything standing out to you today? Yeah, man, I like this uh, this bounce pass on DK today, seven seventy seven. I know they run it a lot, but I, I like the contest. Solid. Um, I thought you were going to go Fanduel, so I had a DraftKings um, turn. I should probably ask, like every day, I should probably ask, like um, what what side are you going to go today? Whoever I'm like hosting with, um, I'm going to go to Fanduel. One of the tournaments that like I always feel like is good for like bankroll building is the NBA Assist over there. Five dollar single entry tournament, uh, good payout structure. Someone's going to turn five bucks into a grand. Um, top seven. 715 get paid uh 2x their money so good bankroll builder good tournament to like work on um your single entry strategy uh well we don't have any over-unders for the second day in a row um so we're gonna leave this question out again today uh any final thoughts before we get out of here nah i am good to go my man uh see you guys in the dfs streets hopefully we helped you earn a few dollars there you go that's gonna wrap it up here 
for Wednesday. We'll be back for the three-game slate on Thursday. If there's anything else you guys want me to cover on the three-game slate, um, hit me up on Twitter. Good luck in your contest. We'll see you guys again tomorrow.